Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Hello. I am pre-recorded. I'm just kidding. Uh, what if someone, I'm just like, take my voice and cut it up, make a new episode out of it. <laughs> That would take much longer than recording a new episode. Uh, that's probably true. I'm glad we're doing this instead. Anyway, welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Matt. I am Dory. This is a podcast about IVF that has turned into a podcast about Dory and I, followed by answering emails about IVF <laughs> and Disneyland. Sometimes Disney World. Sometimes Disney World. Yeah. Anyway, we're glad you're here. It's uh, 2023. We did it. We got here. By the skin of our teeth. I'm proud of me and myself only. Thank you. Wow. 2020 me. <laughs> Welcome. Matt already tested this out on the Patreon. <laughs> it's not a test. It's just a, like it is what it is. I did the Patreon last year. That was so last year. Oh, that that's true. It was so last year. I'm like... I'm interested that Henry doesn't hasn't 
focus more on the fact that it's a new year. I am surprised as well because he had been talking about it yeah. previously, but he has not mentioned it today. Maybe he forgot. Maybe he's just so psyched up for his made-up Bo birthday. I think he's also a little disoriented. like Because he hasn't been to school in 90 weeks. he hasn't been to weeks. school. And yeah, it's just, you know, we went to San Diego and like his his whole and like most of his um activities haven't been happening like yesterday he was like do i have music class today and i was like no like they're on you know they're on vacation he was like why yeah <laughs> um so everything he, is acting like the blaze pizza at the grove we tried <laughs> yesterday we i just announced i'm announcing the blaze pizza at the grove in los angeles well it's actually at the farmer's market in los angeles at the gilmore bank parking lot uh, their hours are currently three to nine p.m wednesday through sunday and they're they're closed today for new year's day like they're just they were so we we were trying to go get lunch yesterday which like we never do um, and Matt was like, let's just go to Blaze Pizza. And I was like, great. It'll be easy for Henry. Like, he yeah, loves we'll get pizza. Yeah, we'll get to see them assembling his yeah. pizza. That'd be fun. And then we get there and they were closed. And we ended up going to the farmer's market. There's a pizza place in the um, farmer's market. But yeah, it was like, oh, they can't find workers probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is undoubtedly what is happening right now. Um, so... In that spirit, this podcast also can't find workers. So I'll see you later. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I guess we'll be recording thrice <laughs> yearly <laughs> for 12 minutes. Yep. All right. And I need a raise. Uh, you got it. Okay. Uh, so, yes, the. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a. It's a. It's undoubtedly the most time we've spent. You know, with Henry. It was the since same the summer. No, even in the summer he had camp. <laughs> um. Yeah. Well. Well, we went away. We went to Boston over the summer. That's true. And that was not as long. No, that's true. Last, I mean, but last winter break was the same length of it time. It was. Yeah, it was. This one feels endless. This one does feel quite long because the i think it's just a matter of like the days everything like they fell on yeah such and such days yeah and henry's school only went up till wednesday right yeah he got out like extra early and then he doesn't go back till wednesday i don't know it's a uh, yeah so he's so he's completely discombobulated and frequently asks what day it is <laughs> yeah Although, you know, he got up at, uh, what time was it today? 6.01. Oh, okay. Not bad. Um, I got up I got up and thought that I would have to get him very soon. So I drowsily got out of bed and walked into the kitchen. And I always look over at the Alexa instead of checking my watch. And it was 3.02 a.m. Oh, no. And I was like, well, I guess I'll go lay on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> that's very early and i fell asleep real hard again and then yeah his 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 whole wake up thing is like i'm just but it's bananas it's bananas it's gotten a little better 
Because there was a period when it was like 5.15. Yes. Um, the rain, I think, helps him sleep, honestly. Oh, interesting theory. Yeah. It's been raining for like a week. It's been great to have the rain. We desperately need it. Um, but anyway, whatever. We're back from our vacation. We went to Carlsbad. Anyone who's wondering what that is, it's a it's a it's a planned community outside of San Diego. <laughs> it's also where Legoland is. It's also where all the major golf manufacturers are, mm-hmm. like Titleist and TaylorMade and Callaway, are all down there. So you'd think, wow, how many times do you play golf? My answer to you all is zero times. Because it was hard to find tea times. And then I was like, I don't want to go by myself and, you know, have a midday tea time with three strangers. Yeah. I don't mind a morning tea time with strangers because those guys and gals are usually all about, let's fucking just play golf. Right. You don't want to be with three other people who are like there to socialize. Yeah. Like, what if it's a, it's a, I'm, I'm the, what if, what if it's a bachelor party? Of 11 guys and i'm in the fourth group of i'm in the third group of four that would literally be (laughs) your nightmare be such a disaster (laughs) i hate every second of it oh my god you would hate that so much uh and i'd probably be shanking things left and right uh anyway christmas was good henry got overwhelmed with presents we got him uh a lot of bluey it was the year of bluey he pretty much has the entire line of Bluey toys now. <laughs> Almost. To um, today when we saw the giant Bluey. Yeah, we were at someone's house for like a little New Year's Day bagel thing and in their playroom they had like an enormous stuffed Bluey. And Matt was like, I need this. It was like life-size. <laughs> it was life-size. It was dog life-size. It, no, it was life-size like if the cartoon dogs were real. Like it was the size that it would be. Right. Anyway. Oh, here. Oh, I think I found it. Bluey, my size, giant bluey. Oh, yeah. 32 (laughs) inches of bluey. 32 inches of bluey. For 50 bucks. What a bark. They have them at our target. It kind of scared Henry. It was kind of overwhelming to him. Wait, these pictures are hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of what I was like. There's there's pictures <laughs> there's pictures of this enormous bluey like posed on the Target website like in a in Target, Target shopping cart. cart. <laughs> well, I mean, you do that's all those are all very helpful to scale. Oh my you know gosh. what I mean? In the car. Because well, you need the scale because you want to know. know what you're ordering. This is so funny. It is very large. Because if you got that thinking you're getting one like the size of his current bluey. But then you would be like, why is this fifty dollars? His current bluey is was more expensive. What? Oh, his current bluey talks. It talks and dances. dances. This one doesn't, but it does sit very nicely in an armchair. <laughs> My God, we got to get it for him. I think we have to get it for you. Yep, I, <laughs> I want to band it. Uh, band it would be like 65 inches tall if they made a band it to scale. Yeah. Anyway. This is uh, my life now, everyone. I consume the media of a, of a toddler because, 
it's <laughs> what we do in the morning. Yeah. Because there's hours to kill. Like yesterday, for instance, was Saturday, which turned into our trash day. And I heard the trash truck and I announced to Henry that, oh, I hear the truck. And he wants to go out and see it. And this is like, what time was it? 6.40, Henry said? 6.41? I opened the gate. Henry and I go out there. I believe we're both barefoot. Hmm. And it is drizzling, starting to turn into rain. Mm. The trash truck picks up our bin and then, like, shakes it with a little force and then launches one of our bags that had, like, a pasta mason jar in it, a sauce jar, launches that bag back onto the street. Oh, my God. And then the guy starts rolling forward, like, not paying any attention to the fact that that just happened. <laughs> then our dog gets out. Then Bo got out, ran. I'm still asleep. And he bolted in front of, like, in front of the trash truck. And I, like, I was like, oh, there's a 12%. I mean, honestly, I thought it was like a 50% chance that the driver would not see him and would just roll into Bo. So I'm that like, would I'm not like, been fun to wake up to. I'm like yelling. I get I get Bo to go. I get Bo away from the front of the truck, and then he wanders further up the street. He starts sniffing out some stuff. Ay ay ay. And I'm like, Bo, we got to get back. I turn around. I look. Henry's walking up the street <laughs> with that bag that had fallen out of our trash, <laughs> like uh... as if to like say, "Well, he's got to pick this up." Oh my god. And there was only one trash bin left on our street. It was all the way at the end. So I said to I took the bag and I said to Henry, I was like, get Bo back into the thing. And I ran down the street and put it in the next bin so that the guy would take it. And I came back around and like he did not have Bo, obviously. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> So then I got, I, he's like sniffing, sniffing, and I, I go, Bo, do you want cheese? And he just stopped and looked at me. I was like, okay. Because <laughs> like that's his, what's the, what's the word? Yeah. There's a command. It's, yeah. It's a dog command that like overrides all other commands. Yeah. <laughs> and ours has become cheese. Cheese. <laughs> Which is the only thing to get snap Bo out of it and get him to, you know. So I got him in. Meanwhile, I'm soaked because it had started midway through that it had started to rain rain. And Henry's soaked. He's barefoot in his pajamas. I'm barefoot in my sweatpants and hooded sweatshirt. Uh, then we see our neighbors had come out. They have a, it's a probably like a five or six year old boy. And his mom came out holding dog treats because they had seen Bo getting away and were going out to try to help, which I thought was very sweet. But then Bo was growling at them. <laughs> anyway, I got Bo back in. Closed the gate. We got I got Henry back in. <laughs> He's I I was like, oh Henry, he he like immediately was wheeling the black bin in. 
and closing the bins on the street, mm-hmm. like ignoring the fact that we had to get back into the into the right. house, into the yard. And then I said to Henry, "Hey, can you pick up those the la- those things that the fell out of the trash?" So he picks up one of them is this the sauce jar, mm-hmm. and uh, like there's like f- like four tamale corn wrappers. Uh-huh. And he picks those up and he puts those in and then he turns and he looks at me. He goes, okay, Dita. And his little shirt was covered with sauce. Oh, God. Like gross old tomato sauce. Yeah. And I was like, bud, immediately we're changing. I mean, you're already soaking wet. So then I change him out of that, put him into some other pajamas. I switch sweatshirts or I don't even remember. And then it was like 6.50 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> And it was a question of like, what do we do now at the time? And uh, Henry, Henry was done with with the uh, paging Mr. Morrow. His the, that's his, his that's our Disney vlogger de jour. Mm. This uh, vaguely has a speech impediment, Pennsylvanian vlogger. Seems very sweet. Makes good content. Puts it out almost every day. Wow. Um, Henry likes to watch it. He likes the. He likes the. He likes the. He likes watching a someone eat one thing from each country and showcase around the world. Oh my God. Anyway, but then it was like, all right, let's we put Bluey on. So then we started watching Bluey. I don't. What time did you eventually join us? Yesterday? Yeah. <sighs> kind of late, like 8.45 probably. <laughs> and you're like, okay, it's going to be the last Bluey. It's like Dory's move is like, this is your last, you know, one more Bluey and then we got to get going. I'm like, you don't even know what we have gone through already today. <laughs> You've just strolled out here like it's a regular day. And it was a Saturday trash day from hell. Wow. Anyway, he did later in the day got you to go out into the neighborhood to close bins. Yeah, we actually went out twice. Mm-hmm. Um, did did several did like a few loops of the neighborhood. Took there's like an older guy who lives on the next block over. Um, Henry took his bin in um, to like his driveway where mm-hmm. the other where his other bins were. He he kept trying to bring in like other people's bins, and I was like. We don't know where their bins go. But, like, we can't. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah, because you can't assess it because all the bins were out. So right. No, this person know. just happened. Like someone had already brought in his other bins, and there was yeah. just one. Anyway, um, and then this morning, Henry and I took Bo for a walk, which is not something that we normally like. It's not something that we've done a lot of. But yesterday, I took Bo for a walk, and when I got home. And I and we had asked Henry if he wanted to go, but right. he wanted to stay and watch Stinky and Dirty or Bluey or whatever he was watching at mm. the time. He was like, no. And then I got home and he was like, I wanted to go for a walk with Bo. And I was like, okay, we can go tomorrow. So we went this morning and it was a nice walk. He was like very, he was very funny. He like, he was like, I'm going to follow Bo and like do what Bo does. Like, Well, you know, it's interesting because we had first... Henry's finally old enough yeah, to listen to us mostly so that we can keep, you know, an eye on Bo and on Henry. Yeah. 
and sort of make that logically work. Yeah, and like it was for like the first time since like we've done it where like I've had Bo and you've pushed the stroller. Right, but now Henry is old enough where like he can take a walk of a few like a few blocks and be fine, like not in a stroller. Yeah. Um and he knows to like hold my hand when we cross the street mm-hmm. and so it was it was like a nice little jaunt. Well, look out, Bo. Maybe you're going to get walked more. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we should take a break. Okay. BRB. Be right back. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy but like i can't wait to get them on my feet because i know they're going to be cozy i know they're going to be the best socks in the house and i know that they're going to keep me going all day long they've got some great details that have been obsessed over including the honeycomb arch support which i love anti-blister tabs which i also love what that is it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason... They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like, you know, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Okay, we're back and so are you. We've got emails. Um, well, uh, let's remind everyone that they can email us and they should email us. Absolutely. At Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail. You can call us at 413-461-BABY. 
Um, you can get bonus episodes on our Patreon at patreon.com slash excellent adventure. And, you know, we still have the Facebook group. Facebook group is still going strong. Um, Facebook.com slash group slash excellent adventure. All right. Well, Matt, mm -hmm. we got an update from the listener who wrote in. The big bear? Yes, to ask about what she should do about outside monitoring. Those who might be just catching up, it's we, it, a bear, a large bear did not write into the show. <laughs> no, but this person was going to LA and then to Big Bear f with her family over Christmas, was going to start a cycle because her clinic's lab was closing for three months on January 15th. And so she wanted to get a cycle in before they closed. And she was asking us for advice about where to go for outside monitoring in the LA area. And our advice was like, don't. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So her name is Emily. She wrote in. Hi again, Matt and Dory. I wrote in recently asking for advice about outside monitoring during a trip to LA. I have family in LA. We all went to Big Bear for Christmas. So that's why I specified both places. First of all, thank you so much for the advice about the monitoring. You were both completely right. After calling around, it was almost impossible to find a clinic that could get the results to the East Coast in time. More than that, though, I'd never been to Big Bear before, and after being on that one long and winding <laughs> road going in and out, there is no way I would have wanted to be driving that in the dark at 3 a.m. to get to an appointment. I seriously oh God, appreciate the advice and was happy to get to just enjoy my vacation without that stress. You thought we were kidding about the chains on the tires, didn't you? That road is scary without snow mm -hmm. and with snow it's terrifying and at night no uh, uh another listener wrote in about delaying a cycle with birth control pills and that's exactly what i'm doing i wish my clinic had told me that was an option before i was freaking out about finding outside monitoring but better late than never i guess i'm just supposed to stop taking them the last day of my trip and my period should return one to five days later and then i'll go in for my day two ultrasound like normal what a what a what a what a much easier thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> to add to the craziness of this potential cycle, though, I was originally going to stop taking the pills on the 28th when I got home. But then my flight was one of Southwest's cancellations. Oh, no. So my trip was unexpectedly extended. I'm supposedly leaving LA on the 31st <laughs> now. After another minor freakout. Oh, my God. That's like four days I later. found out everything should be fine if I just take the birth control pills for a few more days since I would be back before I will have been taking them for two weeks, which is apparently the limit. So now I'm just crossing my fingers that things go smoothly from here on in. Thanks for taking the time to answer my question. I hope your family has had a nice holiday. Emily, normally in Georgia, currently happy to be crashing in the guest room of my brother and sister-in-law's place with my five-year-old in Los Angeles with my five-year-old. Surprisingly, wow. I've had three hot dogs since my that last That is email. surprising. Two at the varsity in the Atlanta airport, a regional <laughs> delicacy, and one at a bowling alley while here in town. Again, though, no idea if they count. I wonder. There's only two bowling alleys I can think of. Wait, why wouldn't they count? Uh, it could be all beef. Who knows? All beef count? I don't think so. What are you talking about? All beef definitely counts. I don't think so. You are high. I, it has to be pork in there. I'm sorry. No. It's the rule. It's not the rule. You're wrong. Great job, everybody. Thanks for writing in, and I'm glad you didn't do anything stupid besides book a Southwest flight. <laughs> okay. Um, 
this is a text. How does one focus on anything besides a possible BFP? That's big fat positive, an abbreviation we don't typically use on the show, but here we are using it. Well, I think it was in a text, so it's acceptable. In the days leading up to a possible next cycle. I mean, this is like the big, the big quandary of all the weights you have to do for IVF. You know? And I feel like the more you try to tell yourself not to focus on it, the more you're going to focus on it. Yeah. I don't know what you could do to take your mind off of it. I mean, I think... Even when you meditate, they're like, you're going to have these thoughts and like, they're there. Acknowledge them. Yeah. It's okay. Because there's no way to really snap yourself out of it. I would acknowledge them and then just try to do like things you love less less worrying about whether or not and more acknowledging that you're having the thoughts of worrying do you know what i mean mm -hmm. you probably don't because that made little sense but i do kind of know what you mean i think um but i would say try to do things that you enjoy like watch like binge watch a a good tv show or like start reading a great book like just something that you know you're going to get joy out of doing and Uh, be kind to yourself those are the things and each other and each other that was jerry springer's sign off Mm, that's right (laughs) be kind to yourself and each other i mean thanks jerry yeah that's pretty ironic that that was his sign off (laughs) Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no like magic solution to this, unfortunately. No, I mean, and I would say listen to some podcasts that aren't about IVF. Yeah. So don't listen to our show. For... <laughs> I hope, you, hope you didn't get our advice. Yeah. Um, but you know, good luck. We'll be thinking of you. I will be thinking of you more than Dory. Okay. I'm the best. Alrighty. 2020 um, me. Well, since you're so great at everything, why don't you read the next email? Oh, you're so much better at reading. You do it quicker, specialer. <laughs> it's from Jill, longtime listener, second time writer. I'm finding myself in a sad and hard place like I was the last time I wrote in, and I'm reaching out to the eggheads for some help. I did reciprocal IVF with my wife to conceive our son, her eggs, my uterus. To me, as a same-sex couple, it felt like a really beautiful way for both of us to be a part of the process. Looking at him now, it feels so special to me that he has my wife's genes, but I was able to carry him. However, during my pregnancy with him, I ended up getting severe preeclampsia and had to be delivered. At, he had to be delivered 34 weeks, which is early. Luckily, he and I are both okay. He's boisterous and beautiful, almost two-year-old boy that we feel lucky to have. But only after this scary delivery did we read more research and discover that we compounded my risk of preeclampsia by, one, doing IVF, and two, using my wife's eggs, essentially donor eggs, uh, and three, doing a program medicated cycle. We are now trying for baby number two and opted to do a natural cycle, to at least lower the risk, hang on, the risk factors, 
Now, here I am, three failed embryo transfers later, with all natural cycles, my doctor seems to be stumped. Luckily, we have embryos left, but it doesn't seem like the natural cycles are working. So we're at a crossroads. If we do a medicated cycle, like we do with my son, it will double the risk of preeclampsia, but it doesn't feel like it makes sense to keep doing natural cycles. The embryos we lost were all good quality, and on paper, everything looked good. The other option is for my wife to carry. She's willing, but not excited about it. Who would be? <laughs> just in general. Let me just put that out there. Uh, I know that will be the road we go down if we have to, but I'm not ready to give up yet. I want so badly to be able to carry our baby again. I'm feeling heartbroken about the prospect of not being able to do so. So now we're taking a break to figure things out. So here's my egg signal. Are there others out there who've had difficulty becoming pregnant with donor eggs using a natural cycle? Are there interventions that have worked to make the natural cycle with donor eggs successful? I have uh, an antihistamine regimen, regimen steroid. <laughs> I like how that's the word I couldn't read. <laughs> regimen. Uh, I've done an antihistamine regimen steroids lining thickening protocol, added progesterone, estrogen for support. Uh, or are there others out there that who have had preeclampsia and gone on to have future pregnancies with medicated cycles and not had recurring preeclampsia. Please send in your stories. That's a thank you for, uh, to us uh, for being the place you can go to when IVF gets shitty and hard. It's nice to know there's a place that I can go to seek out help instead of just feeling stuck. I'm so grateful for the podcast, all the parts of it. Just ordered uh, Fair Play after listening last week. You fill my morning commute with comfort chuckles, hot tips, and a sense of camaraderie. Happy holidays. It's Jill from Beantown. What was I watching the other day? And I was like, oh, that's why it's Beantown. They would do these like large scale baked bean dinners on the common. Oh, interesting. And then it, that's when it became Beantown, which I did not know. No one like I don't like. It's not like you run around. And there's beans everywhere. Just stating stating that fact. Okay, it's true. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, where was I? Oh yes. Uh, so that's uh, Jill, Boston. One wife, one science toddler, one elderly cat, one hyper dog, and seventeen hundred square feet. That's a lot of square footage in Boston. Uh, one twenty fifty five inch TV in the living room, forty two in the guest room. Maybe four hot dogs this year. We just had a Costco membership, though, so that may change the year's end. Those are all beef, but okay. Wow. <laughs> you live in Boston. You know how many KM Natural Casing and SM hot dogs you could go be getting at the grocery store? Just head to Market Basket. Um, well, the egg signal has gone out. Um, you know, we have not had specific experience with this situation, so I kind of defer to others um, who might be able to speak to this because preeclampsia is no joke. So, you know, I understand why you would want to minimize the risks for preeclampsia. It does seem like maybe these, you know, maybe you do need to do a medicated cycle. Um I mean, I can think of one way where we can pretty much rule out preeclampsia. What? Have your wife carry the baby. Well, I mean, we don't know what the wife's risk factor. You know what I mean? Like, the wife could also have preeclampsia. Yes, but 
Jill's asking about her preeclampsia. Right, that's true. And and Jill has already had preeclampsia. Put it on which, put it on the missus. Which raises her risk for subsequent preeclampsia. Um I mean, I think if I were in your shoes, which like you didn't ask, but since this is my podcast, I will tell I you. I bet they're new balance. Um, she lives in Boston. I would try one more with a medicated cycle. If that didn't work, I would try to get my wife to carry. That's what I would do. And that's what Dory would do. And I'd probably do whatever Dory did. <laughs> well, you would be my wife in this scenario. So you'd be carrying a baby. I'd be like, no. Oh, okay. Sounds terrible. You were so nauseous. That's like a bad idea. I was so nauseous. I don't even know how you did anything. I didn't. Do you no, remember? No, I, I, of course I do. Like, I, like, I literally didn't but no, do anything. Beyond, beyond what you did or didn't do, how little you may have d- done, mm-hmm. you still were able to hold the conversation and, like, be present. Whereas I would be just burying my head and I mean, not I, I spent a lot of time in bed i know i think you were working so i don't think you even saw how much i was in bed it felt i guess I, well no your first trimester was the summer it was no it wasn't i got pregnant at the beginning of august so like it was the very end of the summer you had gone back to work right. like I, I don't think you Look, saw I'm still, I'm still impressed well thank you i appreciate that but like I felt, I felt pretty out of it personally. Um, we recorded during that trimester. Everybody, go back and listen. We did record during that That's trimester. That's one thing I couldn't do. We did record during that trimester. Whew. Well, if I ever and had- to this day, there's still empty bags of Smart Pop in her car and some puke bags. It was a different car. And to this day. <laughs> But the puke bags are in there. I know because I think I just moved them over. I was like, well, you know, even though I'm not nauseous all the time, like they're not, it's not a bad thing to have like emergency puke bags in your car. I suppose it isn't, but we haven't used them. Well, exactly. But that's the thing about, you know, emergency, emergency things. things. It's like you don't need them until you need them. Exactly. And then you really want them. All right. I just all right. put a bunch of emergency stuff in my car. We'll be back right after oh, these words. You don't want it. Okay. Well, right. well, no. Tune in to find out what emergency stuff <laughs> oh, Dory put okay. in her car. We'll Good. be right yeah. back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We're back. Hello. So, first aid kit went in the car door? Yeah, you know, I'd had a first aid kit in the car before, and then I don't know what happened to it. So, I got a new first aid kit for the car. I still have the first aid kit that we got for the cars in my car. Well, I got a second one for you, so well, now you have an extra one. I'll be happy to um, use it. I got some thermal blankets, which you should put some in your car, too. Foil. Foil thermal blankets. Space blankets. Yep, space blankets. I also got... Um, a fleece blanket, which I got one for you as well. Um, just, okay. you know, just to have. And I got some 
Um, I got one of those little tools to cut a seatbelt off and to um, break a window. She did. I don't know if I will be able to actually use it when when the need comes. No, I don't think you will. But I have it. You should have just gotten the separate hammer. I thought about that. It would sit in the door pocket. That I would might, be much easier maybe to access. I'll, maybe I'll still get because that. Because you tend to leave your keys inside of your bag. That's true. Which would be a whole other barrier to entry. That's true. So maybe I'll just get the hammer anyway. Um, And then I got some emergency granola bars. Right, which will expire at some point. Yeah, but they're not expired yet. Mm. You know? Dory's ready. I'm ready for snowstorms. Yeah, I mean, well, you could be like, remember a couple of years ago when the five, they had snow sort of NorCal, mid, mid-Cal? Yeah. And the five was backed up for 18 hours? Yeah. Well, and do you remember, like... Remember on the, I think it was like on the 15, there was hail. No. There was like one point where, I don't know. Like, all I'm saying is like, weather in SoCal is like mostly the same. And then all of a sudden, it can get real weird. Yeah. And it often comes on very quickly. And like in ways that I, as like a person who grew up in the Northeast, is not necessarily used to. Um, so, you know, I just like to be prepared. That's all I'm saying. That's the motto of the Boy Scouts. And the Dory Scouts. There there we are. I mean, look, I have extra children's Tylenol and Motrin. You are extra. I am kind of extra. Um, all right. We have a voicemail. We do. From our pal Ramekin Queer. Here is that voicemail. Oh, no, it's not even playing. What's happening? <laughs> Hello, Matt and Dory. The Ramkin Queer is back. After a hiatus from all things fertility because of the lawyer shit and the psych BS that we had to do um, to prove that we should do something again that we already did five years ago. So we went through that whole process. I... Are y'all familiar with Fair Play? Anyway, I think it's on like Hulu. There's a book. There's cards. It's a it's a whole situation. Anyhow, we fair played that shit, and so my spouse is in charge of organizing all of that, and called the whopping four shrinks that will do that in our state. Uh, one didn't call back. One didn't have appointments for three months. Mm. One wanted to charge us fourteen hundred dollars. To speak to our donor for three hours about his firm, his partner for an hour, us for two hours, and then all of us together for an hour to discuss whether or not we should do something we already did five years ago. Luckily, we found some weird hippy-dippy lady um, (laughs) a few hours away who would do a Zoom call that week. So we talked to her for 45 minutes. She was like, wow. Y'all know about this because you've already done it. I will sign the paper. Um, so that only came to a total of around $300 for the 45 minutes. So um, I am doing the delay cycle birth control thing while we travel over the holidays and hoping that after a 
like three month hiatus while we got all of that done, um, we will be ready to go um, for January to begin, I guess, the process of specimen cup baby instead of a ramekin baby. Hmm. Feels disappointing, but it's fine. Also, I was curious as a fellow writer, Dory, did you ever <laughs> slant any fertility stuff to be more conducive to book release timing? And do you have any advice about how to think about the months and weeks leading up to and just after book release? That's, I laughed because I was like, she's like, and I have a question as a writer. And I'm like, oh, okay, here I can answer this. And then Dory. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's, I guess that's true. Um, yes, I feel like I, I don't totally remember right now, but I do feel like we had to do some planning around book release stuff because I was doing events in different cities. Mm -hmm. So I was going to be traveling a lot. Um, so yeah, this, I recall, I recall that because that was the, was it that August that you got pregnant with Henry? No, it was no. the following August. Wow. Time has no meaning. I mean, honestly, yeah. Thank you. Ramekin queer specimen plastic specimen cup queer <laughs> um all right wait were there any other questions that she asked us no, no i think she was filling really just filling us in right right right. okay when she first said 1400 i was like oh what a ripoff but then she described the amount of work that therapist person was willing to do i was like yeah. okay that sounds like 1400 of work <laughs> Mm -hmm. as unnecessary as that might feel to you I'm like oh if you want to sit and talk for three hours plus an hour plus an hour plus an hour it's like oh my god <sighs> well all right okay this is from leah matt and dory i have a question about maternity leave i'm currently 19 weeks pregnant with a science baby and i'm looking into maternity leave options i live in washington state and the company I work for is a local company, but it is a pretty good size. I've been told that they allow 12 weeks off, but they provide no pay. The pay is all through FMLA. Because I've not been in Washington for very long, I will have been working at this job for about eight months by the time the baby comes. I only qualify for a portion of the FMLA options. Additionally, it looks like it'll amount to only one-fifth of what I make. I'm the primary breadwinner. And we just cannot afford for me to basically have no pay for three months. This means I will be using vacation time, probably only taking a month, which is hard for me to accept. I'm going to have a meeting with the president of my company to discuss this and try to push for a change to their policy. I'm higher up in the company, so I feel that I have some pull. My question for you is, do you know of any resources that I could use to help me with my meeting with the president of my company. Any advice? I do not feel that FMLA should be the only way of covering maternity leave. This feels very much like a women's rights issue, and I want to push for change on my company. My stats. I have a feeling that you will think this is crazy. Mm -hmm. Two adults, one science baby who's two years old and one on the way, one cat. 6,000 square foot house on five acres. That is crazy. Wow. No wonder you need to keep working. <laughs> It's four TVs of which I have no idea the size. Not sure how many hot dogs this year. Probably between 10 and 20. Most of them from Costco. Thanks. 20 trips to Costco alone. You've got a monthly nut that I can't even imagine right now. 6,000 square feet. Five acres. You have to keep that five acres up? 
It's a lot of acres. Um, I wish I had acreage just so I could build one tiny practice green. Um, well, resources. here's what I would do. I would research the policies of companies that are your company's size mm. and present them as like, if they're favorable, if they're favorable, like we are not aligned with best, like current best practices. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's that's what that's what I would do personally. So if you're at like a like a like a Microsoft, you'd be like, look what Apple's doing. Yeah, exactly. Or, or vice versa. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, no wonder you're the primary breadwinner. Again, this is too much square footage for <laughs> what amounts to two adults and one uh, science baby. Could you imagine 6,000 square feet with Henry? I I would be annoyed. I'd have to like put in so many gates. Yeah. Or lock so many doors because you cannot keep that contained. No. No. I wonder what their child is like. I lost him twice today and we were at somebody's house that was 4,500 square feet and there was no access to the second floor. Mm -hmm. And I lost him twice. Yeah. It's true. Um, well, if other people have suggestions for this listener, maybe you pushed for more leave at your or paid leave at your company or, you know, you've you have some experience with this. Please, please let us know. Sell half your square footage. <laughs> um, OK. We are going to read voicemail. This. No, I think we're going to skip this voicemail. All right. Just for love it. Time, time, time purposes. Time purposes. Um, this is from Amanda. I have a request for a product recommendation that might be up your alley. My four and a half year old has decided that he wants to record his own podcasts. It's nice. mostly him reciting numbers or singing about household objects. Cute. He's been commandeering my phone for this, so I'd like to get him his own audio recorder. Ideally, it would be something like a recording version of a Yodo player. Like if he could pop in a card and record something, then use that card to play back the recording for himself independently. It would be amazing. Describing a Fisher Price radio from 1985. I know. I was like, you're describing a boom box. (laughs) Um, Currently, I have about 100 of his audio files on my phone. And he gets frustrated when I can't find coffee cups and spatulas or whatever specific one he's thinking of. Have you seen anything like this? Have any listeners? Any tips would be much appreciated. Thanks so much, Amanda, Portland, Oregon. My sister very thoughtfully gave him a Zoom H1N handy recorder for Christmas, but it's just too complicated for him. That is incredibly thoughtful. PPS, I live with my husband, two science babies, and one chocolate lab. I think our house is 2,100 square feet. We've probably had about three hot dogs in 2022. My kid won't eat them for some reason. One TV in the living room, maybe 40 inches, and one projector set up in the basement. Now, this is what I had. It's got one bid right now. It's $15. Here's one for Buy It Now from 1990. Look at this. Aw, so cute. I don't know why the record button was green, but it was. Okay. And... The microphone. I recorded so many things on this. I would do weird voices into the microphone like this, <laughs> just like that. Uh, uh, this is seventeen dollars. Let me see what the world of cassette tapes is like now. Uh, 
10 Maxwell 90-minute tapes are $25. Hmm. Again, you can swoop around and search around for that. Because they don't, I don't, I'm not entirely sure that they're manufactured anymore. Mm. So this would be a lot of eBay purchasing. Okay. But again, here's someone selling 20 blank cassettes. Starting bid is 99 cents and it only has one bid on it. But then there's this one, 42 bucks for 90, for how many of those? 10 tapes. So maybe it's not the most cost-effective thing, but you can get cheaper tapes somewhere. But that that would be my solution. I don't know of any... I can't off the top of my head think of anything for a kid to use. I would just get one of the like old voice recorders that we used to use to record interviews. Um, like I just Googled digital voice recorder and this one came up on Amazon for $23. Um, it's just you like hit the big record button and then you hit (laughs) the stop button and then you can upload the files to your computer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? I'm just thinking about like the, how to access them for him to play back. I see. That's where you just sort of get into the rub of technology. Yeah. Being a little overcomplicated. Yeah. There's, um, you know, the things that people used to, what are, what were those called? <laughs> things that people used to record like radio interviews on. They were like, they were like mini discs. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I mean, maybe you're talking about mini discs. Is that what they were called? Yes. Um, Sony invented them. But those are expensive. This is not what I'm thinking of. Wait, is this what I'm thinking of? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Again, that's expensive with dead media. So Yeah, I know. All this dead media. Or dead medium. <laughs> uh, Zoom H4 is... I mean, it's not as complicated as this thing. This H6, but... I was going to say, maybe get him just get yourself a new iPhone and give him the old iPhone (laughs) with no, with no SIM card attached to it and no internet access. You could just use it as a voice recorder all day. But then why not just get a voice recorder? Well, he seems to know how to use this. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not like, interviewing you know right patrice bergeron after a hockey game sure um okay well maybe someone else out there has a solution for you maybe if someone who works for yodo is listening they will make um something where you can record directly onto a card i don't know that's that's (laughs) the worst attempt at advice i've ever heard in my life wow that maybe be- someone who's working at this <laughs> british company is listening hey we don't know and will change their technology i mean look all right that was i think that was i think that was okay 
All right. It was okay. We didn't give great. <laughs> that advice. was okay. Okay. Well, listen, we are going to say goodbye now. Goodbye. And we're going to thank our Patreon supporters. Okay. And just a reminder, you can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. And you get your name right on the podcast each month at the $5 level or above, and you also get bonus episodes. That's right. So thank you, Angie James. Britt S. Baker. Josephine W. Ariana Perry. Bethany. Carol Balala McNamara. Cecily Templeton. Christina. Diana Martin. Emily F. Erica. Evelyn Schmevelin. Jamie Stoke. Jenna Marie Nelson. Jennifer Zayas. Maria Baker. Uh, Mary Jo George. Nassim Kansari. Uh, Olivia Fahey. Alicia. Anna Ratliff. Charlotte Nunes. Don. Katie Allen. Mickey Smith. Mimi Steinberg. Sophia. F. <laughs> Stephanie S. Carolyn Land. Jennifer H.S. Tyler Rosewood. Abba N. Alec Meredith Fletcher and Florence Babel. Alex Liu. Uh, Amanda Crochet. Amanda Powell. Amy. Andrew Brenneman. Andrew McClure. Ann Fluker. Ann Kay. A few anonymous. April Howarder. Ariel. Ashley. And Ashley Cicely. Lee. Thank you all very much. Appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Who knows what trash day will be like. <laughs> Bye. Bye.